Welcome to Extraordinary People, the podcast that highlights people who inspire others, have made significant contributions to the world, or who have overcome adversity. This show is hosted by Shirley Bogtel, author, educator, wife, mother, and grandparent. Learn more and subscribe today at ShirleyWachtel.com. And now, here's my grandma, Shirley Wachtel. Welcome, everyone, to this episode of Extraordinary People. Today, my guest is Melissa Gelfman, who happens to be a good friend of mine, and our families know each other as well. And uh, I think uh, I'm going to learn some more about Melissa today. Melissa Gelfman's passion for the performing arts started at age 10. She began singing, dancing, and acting throughout her grammar and high school years, did summer stock and regional theater, and eventually she graduated from the University of Alabama with a BA in performing arts and English. After a few years, Melissa decided to put her dramatic career on the back burner while raising her family and later worked as a business manager at Rutgers University. In 2011, Melissa was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. As the stress of her job began to affect her Parkinson's, she retired from Rutgers in 2015. She then had time to resume her singing. At age 64, Melissa auditioned for her dream school, Juilliard, and she was accepted. She was adamant that the Parkinson's not interfere with the bucket list of things she wanted to do in her life. She decided to uh, figure out a way to complete that list while living with Parkinson's. Melissa started taking speech therapy to help rejuvenate her singing voice and took boxing classes non-contact to keep her mobility and flexibility. In addition, she's been singing in a non-professional chorus to help reacclimate to performing. So Melissa, um, you know, I, I've known you, as I said, for such a long time, and I know that you are um, a great parent and uh, extremely talented man. I do. I wish I had your voice. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm you know, this this uh, Parkinson's um, added a new facet to who you are and and um, also how you've confronted the disease and are, you know, emerging triumphant, really. Um, I know you have had a lot of challenges. So um, anyway, welcome, Melissa, again. And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. And and, um, I know that you have, um, this is something that does run in your family. So um, could you talk a little bit about that as well? Sure. Well, ironically, my father came to live with me during the last few years of his life, and uh, he had Parkinson's. It was, he didn't get it until he was much older. And um, so we were not aware of it because it was a very mild case, but um, he did live with me, and I saw his frustrations. So um I I assumed it was um, hereditary, but when I was diagnosed, I found out it is not. Mm. So um, at least they don't have the research to prove that. And there was a study going on at one of the, um, 
the hospitals that I was affiliated with, and it was determined that I didn't have the that gene for the research that they were doing, which which doesn't there are so many genes it doesn't mean that that they won't at some point prove that it is hereditary. But is that is that the medical word on this that it is not because I had assumed that it was. So I'm learning something new. Right. Well, my understanding of it is that that it, it's not necessarily because it's in your family, not necessarily that you're going to get it. And that includes my children who, of course, were concerned about it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think they I just think they haven't done enough research on it yet. So they don't they don't really know the cause of Parkinson's. No, no, mm-hmm. there, there are pesticides that can bring it on. I, I know about that, but um, they, they don't really know at this point. I think, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more research that needs to be done. Right. It also mm-hmm. presents differently in a young person versus an older person. How is that? Well, Michael J. Fox got it as a very young person, and he's had uh, multiple surgeries to mm-hmm. help his, his symptoms. Um, I'm not even at that point. I'm not, a, I, I, I wouldn't, uh, I don't need the surgery yet because I don't have the symptoms that, that, it, uh, that it corrects. Okay. So can so. you tell us a little bit about, um, what types of symptoms you noticed that caused you to seek out, you know, medical um, advice on this and medical care? Sure. Um, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, I, I was swimming in the pool one day, and, I, and I'm a swimmer, and I noticed that I was treading water, and I wasn't going anywhere, and I thought I was swimming laps. So I had my husband stand above me in the pool and I said, is my left side moving? And he said, no, not really. Hmm. So um, it, it affected my left side to begin with. But, but then I, I kind of put that aside and years went by. And um, I was walking on the beach one day and, and I accused everybody of, of walking really fast because I couldn't keep up with them. And I, didn't, I had no idea that I was kind of going in slow motion. But it affected my left side, so I I couldn't uh, walk at the correct speed. Mm-hmm. So then I I figured I needed to see a doctor because there mm. was clearly something wrong, and um, I was diagnosed by two or three neurologists that it was in fact Parkinson's, and it it presented on the left side. Hmm. And and um, you did you have tremors as well? Um. There might have been a touch of a tremor in my left hand, but it was very occasional. It was more the fact that I, I, I guess that there was a, a lack of movement, of, of typical movement on the left side. Mm-hmm. Like ma- mainly it was just walking. It was just the walking that, that I discovered. Okay. Okay. So, um, what was what was your reaction when you found out that this is what you you did have? Well, my mother's mom had MS, and was, she was in a wheelchair for most of for her, the whole time that I knew her. And um, I thought it was MS, and I was of course uh, 
afraid to go to the doctor to find out this bad right. news, you know. But um, eventually I came to my senses and I figured you need to get ahead of this, whatever it is. We need to find out and get some closure and go on with my life. And so it, they ruled out MS. Mm-hmm. So. So you were you were relieved. In a way, in, in a, a way, if yeah. I had to, if I had to choose, I guess I was right. relieved. Yes. Right. Right. So. Um, uh, how. Uh, so how are you being treated? for the Parkinson's? I take some medicine three times a day. It's just a, a standard dose. It's a very low dose. And um, I'm, I have to exercise a lot. I have to keep moving, keep myself mobile mm-hmm. because, because uh, otherwise the, the muscles will, will uh, stop working, basically. And um, I have to uh, I have to at least stretch every day if I don't have an exercise class. But I've been taking this boxing class, Rock Steady Boxing. Hmm. At, Tell us about that. That sounds yes. so interesting. Well, it's it's a really it's a class that that's specifically designed for Parkinson's patients. Although I think it's run pretty similar to a regular boxing class. It's it's held at JFK, um, Hackensack Meridian in Edison, and um, I've been doing it virtually for a while. And it's a one-hour class, and they they do 15 minutes of boxing, 15 minutes of of strengthening, 15 minutes of a cool down, and 15 minutes of uh, of cardio. And uh, after we're all done with it, we all say we're going to take a nap. <laughs> it's very intense. <laughs> it's very That's intense. Something. And and before before it was virtual, I I wasn't affiliated with it. But they say it's a, actually a two hour class. So I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to go back? Is it going to go back to it is? In but person, they, but I, I think it is. But I haven't heard when. And. Mm-hmm. It works very well virtually, except of course you don't you can't actually hit the bag because it's not there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, one thing that you told me that I re- I actually didn't, and I am discovering how much I don't know about Parkinson's, is that um, your voice was affected, and and as I mentioned in the introduction, you are such a, a talented vocalist um and you've you've kind of um are determined to pursue that but the disease has had some some negative effects on your on your voice um can you tell us about um what's going on there yes um it's it's a it quiets the voice it it makes it softer and so you think you're talking loudly enough for people to hear you, but in fact, you're not. Just like I thought I was walking fast enough to keep up with the group that day on the beach, but I wasn't. Uh, you don't necessarily recognize it immediately. So they have a speech class also at, at JFK that um, they have them in a lot of places, but they they cater to Parkinson's patients and they they make you do exercises with your voice that 
that you you say things these exercises very similar to singing exercises um mm-hmm. that instead of singing it you're just saying words but you're saying them very loudly and they can record how loudly you're speaking hmm. and this helps keep the voice level up to normal like you feel like you're screaming but you're just speaking at a normal level that's amazing so, it really is yes amazing. and then i was very fortunate in this class the, the speech class i took because the assistant to the instructor was an opera singer and they let me bring my music and they let me sing so they could see what was happening and um mm. and th- th- i had improved enough that the singing voice was there it was still there so i was thrilled hmm and um you know i mentioned also that you're you have been accepted into juilliard and um you you want to of course continue with the singing and you found an outlet in uh, a choral group that's specifically for people with this disease so um what is that all about well i have there's there's a choral group that i'm that i'm affiliated with now that's that's just uh, a regular choral group. And um, it's in the community that I live in. And um, there's another one that's just for Parkinson's patients. That's also at JFK. They've, they have a very active Parkinson's department. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and it's called Parkinson's Sings. Um, because of the pandemic, I haven't, uh, I haven't actually gone there. Uh, also because I had some knee surgery and I haven't been able to, to be as mobile as I would like, but, but that's about to correct itself. So right, I right. should be able to get back to that. normal very soon. Uh, but this Parkinson sings is just for Parkinson's patients and they, they do a lot of performing and a lot of recording and it, it also helps them keep their voice level up hmm. because the one and- in my community has not, uh, come back to to practices because of the pandemic. So, mm. and, so now I'm, um, I'm in between. <laughs> if if like how how often do you meet, and where can the public um, hear you? Well, um, I think the Parkinson Sings does YouTube's, but. Um, like I said, I I'm just I have to get become more affiliated with them it. first. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the other one um, just does it in our community, in the mm-hmm. development that I live in. But okay. if if I have my way, I have stuff on my bucket list, and and I'm hoping to somehow do a commercial for Parkinson's. So maybe wow. that would be. Do you know I mean, anybody in the uh, ad business? Yeah, just my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter Lauren is. Uh, I is, I told her I want my fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, I know she's she's been doing great things with that. Um, right. So h- how many how many in your group? And uh, I'm just in curious. This, the chorus. The but both of them. There's about 20 in the one in my community, about 20 people. And I, I think uh, 
I think the other one has maybe 25, something like that. You know, yeah. but but I, the I find numbers- that surprising. You know that so many people are are challenged by this, and also that they're interested in in the singing aspect of it. Well, I think I think it's it's a, a way to make the speech exercises more fun. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think there you don't necessarily have to be a singer to do it. You know, right. I mean, m- most people can carry a tune. And so that's all you really need to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's fantastic. But, but the but the chorus in my in my community is is not for Parkinson's patients. Mm-hmm. So I had to um, I had to adjust where I stand. Instead of on the bleachers, I stand on the floor because we don't want anyone falling like me. Right. <laughs> right, right <laughs> on somebody right. else. <laughs> right. Right. So, so would you say um, that your your symptoms right now uh, you're you're pretty stable? Are you not? Yes, I am. I am. That's great. I'm looking forward to riding my bike very soon outdoors again with my new knee. <laughs> and that that's been on my bucket list for a while. Yes. Yes. And and. I- um, Hopefully, a little bit of travel as well. Absolutely, We've absolutely. About that. Absolutely, but but the bike thing is a huge a huge uh, change. It's my new normal. It's a, an adult tricycle. Oh. Because, because I decided my mountain bike, my two wheeler, the one that I ride all the time prior to this diagnosis, is just too. Uh, it it's too risky for me. So I had to I had to just bite the bullet, give it to my daughter and get a new bike. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But so ha- in, in my you- community, other people have them and they don't have Parkinson's. They, uh, yeah. There are a lot of people riding these adult bikes now, I guess, right. in my demographic. Right. Have you, have you met, well, you said through one of the groups, have you met really and had a chance to, um, you know, uh, form a relationship with other people who have Parkinson's. Um, I I have a little bit, but I I quite honestly went to a support group and I found it um, very overwhelming because mm-hmm. Parkinson's has a real a, there's a gamut of symptoms, right. and and I don't have that many, fortunately, right. and it's very difficult for me to to see all the different variations that could be coming or that um, that may not be coming. You know, I, I decided not to process that. Right, right. You know, which I guess support groups are not for everybody mm-hmm. or, or I haven't found the appropriate one yet. For sure. Right. You know, but I do know a couple of people with it that I've talked to. And um, it, 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 I guess it helps, you know, to, to know you're not the only one. But I've mm-hmm. just, I just adjusted my, my, uh, my new normal and, and everything that I do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, and certainly, you know, as I see you, of course, I see you as a friend. Parkinson's is not the first thing that comes to mind, um, you know, when 
I think of Melissa Gelfman um, and you're doing, you know, so many, so many other things and so many other things that you, that you have yet to, to do in your life. Um, uh, Exactly. I just, um, I wanted your advice. People might be interested in when would be the time to, because you kind of put this this idea that you might be sick and, you know, the, the not knowing is the worst part, I think, and maybe you have sure. MS and so on. I mean, when should a person um, seek out help and, and what kind of symptoms might they have? Well, they, I, had, I had read a long time ago, I don't know if this is still uh, a rule of thumb, but uh, they say that sometimes you have this disease 20 years before you know it. Mm. And I, I had two symptoms. Um, one of them was also related to swimming. I wanted to buy an endless pool. Have you, you know what those are? Sure, yeah. They're the, the small home pools that have a, a current that you swim against. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to try one out in Pennsylvania, and and this was uh, about 20 years ago, and I couldn't swim against the current, which, again, is just unusual for me. So I, I didn't buy the pool, but I was very frustrated. I didn't know what in the world, like, was I just having a bad day? You know, it was weird. So I think that was a, symptom, a sign, but I didn't recognize it as a sign. Mm-hmm. So... So I think you I think you just have to wait until you have something much more definitive. Mm-hmm. And then don't be afraid to to go and find out what it is because when if you get ahead of it, you can catch it early and maybe have less symptoms going forward. Yeah, that's wonderful advice. That's wonderful. Look, you know, be aware of the signs, be aware of your body. Um, exactly. exactly. So important with anything really. Right. So, okay. So I, I want to um, end on um, an up note. So I'm going to ask you about some other things on your bucket list. Cause I'm going to be, I'm going to be keeping an eye on you, Melissa, and oh, making right. sure that, <laughs> that you get there. And I have no doubt you will. Right. So, well, one thing that I've, that I've always been as optimistic. And so my glass is always half full. And so I, I'm hoping to, to achieve all these things. Um, I definitely want to do more traveling. I'm, I, there's still places I want to go that I haven't seen. And so that's very important to me. And um, well, you already mentioned my, my ad, my 15 minutes. Of fame. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. And uh and the singing I, too. We want you to keep singing. Right. I haven't quite figured out how that's gonna work out because um uh, being back I, I had wanted to do um uh, go back to live performances, but I'm not so sure being backstage in the dark and and having to to get on the stage with certain cues is going to work out for me, given the, that I don't move as fast as I used to with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to figure out a way. So we'll make it's, still, it's, still, it's still on the bucket list. 
<laughs> I have I have no doubt that you will. And and I just want to remind people um, to to donate to the Parkinson's Foundation because you know the research is ongoing and there's still much more to be done. Would you agree? I agree. I agree. Okay. So Melissa, thank you so much. I I, I really appreciate your being with me today and, um, you know, continued good luck. And I look forward to seeing all your successes. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Extraordinary People. To learn more about Shirley Wachtel and to subscribe to the show, head to ShirleyWachtel.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time on Extraordinary People. Extraordinary People.